1: I do! Yeah.
0: Alright, this is Jeff's first time can't here in the. I yeah
1: it's all <laughs> So, we have theme um, music!
0: What okay. was <laughs> <I love> that? <laughs> I love it. So I'll just play it. Like Jeff will, yes. in future episodes, Jeff will actually put this yes. into podcast. So uh, I'm just i just play it. I don't know, now.
1: man. I think it's kind of hilarious doing it this way. Uh,
0: I don't, like, <laughs> so this is, uh, that is
1: so fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's great. Craig, Let's we got have theme music. That. I know, man. It's we're not like a, just my like re- off key singing. We're like a so, real
1: podcast. 114 so, episodes in.
0: So I have to say a uh, big thank you to uh listener Randy England. Yeah. Uh, who you who you can follow on Instagram um at Randy England Music. Yeah. Um he's a, a an actual real musician uh who listens to the podcast and uh he has uh, uh made made us a bunch like he, he didn't just make song. us that he made us he made us a uh He made us bumpers? A, bumpers like. he made uh a shorter podcast song version um it's great thank you randy uh, so and awesome. i love it dude like it's funny it it's it's kind of catchy it's funky i like it we're gonna keep it um it doesn't mean hey uh, some of y'all if, if you had some in mind you still want to send them in send them in we'll, <laughs> we'll use them all it doesn't matter but but for now thank you randy england official podcast theme uh, well, podcast like, versus everyone like Thank dude it's like,
1: it's like we we have we have someone who who likes the show enough to take time out of his act like actual real minutes out of out of his actual real life to make a song for us like i
0: his, use, use his actual real talent
1: yeah i mean my my heart is like beating out of my chest right now craig I, i'm serious
0: <laughs> i'm serious I, know, I was, i'm not even I was kidding so i think excited. that's so cool I think, I can't remember what day, like, I think he said, I he sent him on Saturday, but it was like during the game, like right before the game, during the game, I, I hadn't looked at the podcast versus everyone email, but I checked it on Saturday night and I was just like hanging out um, with my partner, Amanda, and she, we're just like, I'm just like, oh, someone sent this music, I told her, this guy, uh, he messaged me on Instagram, Randy, and he's going to make, he said he's going to make these songs and he's like an actual musician and stuff, like ah, that's cool, <laughs> and like, so uh, awesome. Um and so I played them, and she's like, "Oh, these are good. Fuck it, Like, I like it, man. It sounds like a podcast theme." It's and fantastic. and I, 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 all I asked is like, "You got to put we don't care in there, and that's in there." Um, wow. I, I like the little kind of the "Hey Jeff, Hey Craig" <laughs> that's thing. So that's really good. Um, oh thank you Randy. that's super fun yeah um, i'm excited i'll play it on the way out too well, we'll i'll I'll play it coming uh if we're, we're gonna do it at janky this first time because jeff hasn't downloaded any of them yet or anything but i'll play them coming in and out of the breaks and stuff and uh yeah. i'll use all i'll use all the bumpers and stuff you gave us I, it's over over the top man um i'll figure out a way to to thank you um uh, yeah. other than the shout out here but i I will say yeah um let me, get, let me make sure I got his uh, uh, Instagram handle exactly right. Um, he is a Coug, obviously. Let's, yeah, it's ra- at Randy England Music, exactly as you would think it's spelled, R-A-N-D-Y. Um, so yeah, um, thanks, Randy. Uh, um, all the way down from Nashville. That's where I used to live there, too. So um, that also makes me happy. Well, every, um,
1: everybody knows that all the real musicians live in Nashville so
0: oh yeah there's sure. there's hella good music in nashville like yes, outside of is. like the pop country and stuff no like, doubt. It's, it's a it's a great spot um i wish i had more money to go to shows when i lived there <laughs> uh all, all the good shows weren't free uh i mean i there was very good musicians that would play free shows like like downtown um but they were playing like covers but you want to see right. the musicians play their original music like you had to pay. And, and I was like super, super broke when I lived in Nashville working at Target. Uh, so we didn't get to go out to do that much. But yeah, um, again, thank you, Randy. This is Podcast Versus Everyone. Um, I'm Craig Powers. Uh, with me is... Jeff Nusser as always. Yeah. Episode number 114. I wish it was 124, or 24 or, or something like that or yeah, 40 yeah. or 72 or 32 or somebody or, or you know whatever. Uh 35. <laughs> yeah. There's a 4 in there at least. At least 89. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good ones. Uh uh yeah, so episode 114, which is 24 more than 90, so you know whatever. There we go. Um but man, what a what a weekend! What oh my a weekend for the Men's Hoops team. Yeah, um, I I told you I I threw this out on Twitter and stuff. Uh, we got to savor these weekend sweeps at least for now. Hopefully, they're not something to like savor in the future. But this is only the sixth time this has happened since 2009, and there has not been more than one in any season since 2009. So. We haven't had a lot of weekend sweeps lately. Even the two thousand, even Tony Bennett's teams had three, two, and two, so they weren't always happening. They just happen a little more frequently, but yeah, um, it feels great to you know you beat the team you're supposed to, and then you you beat the team that you weren't supposed to. So like that's you know when you're where the Cougs are to get a weekend sweep, that's what you got to do. Of course, against Oregon, they beat the team. Oregon, the Oregon schools, they beat the team they weren't supposed to, and they beat, they went the other way around. But, but man, so let's let's start let's start with the Cal game. Uh, kind of Noah Williams coming out party. Uh, I mean, what what an absolute thrashing of a Pac-12 opponent, which is another thing that this program has not done very often. It was just incredible, man, to see. I, and we knew coming in the weekend that we would not have Isaac Bonton. We saw that 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 hurt against U especially with the turnovers. Um, yeah. They really looked lost for the first half, but man, uh, they figured it out. Uh, they figured out what they were doing, but right away against Cal, and it was super fun to watch.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, big blowouts are not very common for us. Uh, obviously i think that it was like the biggest one since like 1993 i think yeah. is what it said yeah. um biggest biggest win biggest conference win since 1993 uh 1993 even predates my time as a coog uh which you know is is kind of funny and so yeah we just we don't get to see these things very often and cal looked you know com- completely hapless but you know a lot of that was you know a lot of that was us i mean i think uh you know, I, I, I think that some guys uh, took the loss to Washington a little bit personally. You know, I mean, I think they felt like they're a better team than Washington. And, and uh, I think that's pretty clear that they're a better team than yeah. Washington. Um, you know, and they lost, you know, because of uh, – You know, because of one guy, uh, you know, really kind of going going crazy uncharacteristically, at least at that at that kind of volume. Um, And then, you know, frankly, I mean, you know, we talked about this. Noah didn't have the greatest game. Right. Like, um, you know, he he got beat on that last drive by Sahonis pretty, pretty badly. Right. Uh, Just a little crossover and easy little floater you know, that, that's the kind of thing that apparently, you know, the, the Jordan meme, right. And I took that personally, you know, <laughs> I like, like I, I think, I think Noah took that personally because he, you know, he came out and uh, you know, just decided that, that he, he was going to be the man. And um, you know, that was, that was one of the things uh, that I wrote about today. Uh, one, of the, one of the many things <laughs> that I wrote about today. Uh, Cause I was, I was feeling good uh, after beating Stanford, but um, you know, just that, it's it's not as normal as I think casual fans think that a guy is like, give me the damn ball and I'm taking over. Um, that just is, that's that's not as common, I think, as fans think. Fans, I think fans, you know, have this thing where they're like, well, everybody wants to take all the shots and it's like, Uh, you know, maybe when you were in, you know, third grade on the playground, but, um, when you're talking, you know, high level college hoops and, and there's a lot riding on, uh, you know, what players do and how they perform and, you know, it's, uh, and and then also, you know, the, the farther you get up the ladder in terms of, uh, competition, the more sort of keenly aware you become, (laughs) you know, of your limitations and the things that maybe you don't do as well. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, there are not a lot of guys lining up to take 20 shots. Like that's not um, that is just not a thing that, that guys are, are knocking themselves over to try and go do, Um, you know, and part of the reason why Isaac Bonton has taken so many shots is because he's willing to, and he believes in himself and he's like, you know, I'll, I'll fine, I'll go do it. You know, um, not many players do that. And, you know, Noah didn't do that against Washington either. You know, everybody just kind of stood around and looked at each other. Um, and that's what usually happens when, when a go-to guy goes out. And, um, so he, he clearly decided he had enough of that and, you know, against Cal came out and asserted himself and, you know was aggressive and aggressive shooting threes and aggressive attacking the basket and i mean the, his his best play of the game was like this you know slicing drive coming from left to right where he oh, just yeah. sort of curled and man i i think he took two steps from the free throw line and just blew past about three guys and then just did this little like uh i, I mean I don't, I don't i don't know how to how to describe it but kind of dipsy do you know like yeah. windmill kind of layup thing as he was going in and you know it, it when it went in and he got the n one he just like he just shrugged his shoulders like the Jordan game right like like he just yeah. palm, palms up like they can't stop me you know it's uh it, it was really great so um you know to beat the hell out of beat the to beat the tar out of cal uh you know felt real good because you know anytime you are playing one of those teams that you know you feel like you're better than uh you know you really want to beat them and you want to separate yourself a little bit and so uh, especially you know, it was like
0: a, you they felt more like more vulnerable because Bonton was out. So you're like, man, if we yeah. lose to UW and Cal because Bontem get injured, this I mean course, a week ago, like, just be frustrating. yeah.
1: when we recorded last week, we were like, um, you know, like we we were not feeling like we, we were. I mean, we're certainly not feeling good about Stanford, and then we were, um, you know, not uh, not feeling real great about Cal. Feeling, I mean, I think we both characterized it as a, as a toss up. At that point, uh, yeah. apparently not a toss-up, <laughs> right? Like we don't know anything, uh, but you know it's it's it, you know it's one of the great. I mean, it's just sports in general surprise you, but college sports in particular, you know, guys do things and. Um, you know, and they step up and they mature and they just, they, it's one of the really cool things about watching college sports is watching, you know, watching guys, um, you know, just, and girls develop just kind of right in front of your eyes, you know, and surprise you with, um, something that, you know, sometimes they surprise their coaches, right? I mean, Kyle Smith talked about, I didn't know he had this in him. Like, like they surprise their coaches too. It's, uh, it's, it's one of the cool things I think that we love about college athletics and, and Noah definitely Definitely pulled that off, uh, starting with that game against Cal.
0: Yeah, and and what, what was really remarkable, <laughs> especially about so people, you know, think about Bonton taking this like high volume of shots using a high number of possessions. Well, Noah went to territory that Bonton has never even touched. Like he had a forty-one percent usage. Yep. So that's forty when he was on the floor, forty-one percent. Of WSU possessions ended in him taking a shot taking a free throw or turning the ball over that's and he only had two turnovers so like, like, it's, it's it's just an absurdly high usage. Um, And then he was a 145 offensive rating just incredibly efficient at that usage. At that point, you're just like, dude, take as many shots as you want. Like, he yep. was 12-20, of 4-6 from 3, 4-5 from the free throw line. Just unbelievably efficient. Um, had three oh, and steals. Almost a triple-double. Almost a triple-double. Triple <laughs> yep. And he pro- he might have been able to get it if, if they played the rest of the game. But, like, I mean, it helps, too, when you're trying to get those assists. And Yakimovsky, Yakimovsky, had nine assists in this one. He had nine assists in the next one too. But like, it helps when guys are making shots, right? And everyone was making shots. Like everyone, I, I think even like the one guy that we, Kuntz was only like two of four, and he's the one that's been tearing it up. But uh, but you know you got like Yakimovsky was finally hitting threes. Miles Warren hit a couple threes. DJ Rodman hit a couple threes. Fa was fin- Fa was finishing down low. Uh, you know, really, like the only guys that had like. Kind of not great days like Deshaun didn't have a great game, he didn't play very much. Uh, um, and it was just uh, it, like so, it was uh, it was wild just to see them. Yeah, obviously, they went small uh, this weekend, um, uh, with Coons starting um, instead of uh, Jackson, and then um, obviously, maybe a little bigger on the guards because they're they're I mean, Yakumovsky is essentially playing a point forward. And I wanted to talk about that because we're gonna we're gonna talk more about Noah, obviously. But one thing we saw kind of come like we always thought that he had this in him. Like when when you watch his highlights when he was uh, you know in Europe and uh, you know a teen, you know a younger kid and and stuff, he he looked like the point forward type. Yep. And they really let him be, is particularly in the half court, the ball handler. And again, it helps when guys are making shots, but he's also finding guys making passes yeah. not turning the ball over not one nine assists not a single turnover and he was handling the ball a lot like his procession possession percentage was pretty high 22 uh for him and and to only turn it over not turn it over at all um it was was awesome and and to finally find his stroke again from deep he still struggles to finish down low I, he's he, that's something that, I'm not expecting to approve this year. Yeah, that has to be, next year. It
1: has to be mental though. Like, I yeah, mean, he's, right. he's a he's good size, he's, just, he's strong. Yeah. Like he can get off the floor. Like there's really no reason why he should be as poor finishing about around the basket as he is. So I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of hope for that.
0: Yeah, for sure. But he was just, uh, I love how they used him. We saw them going to this, um, uh, in uh, last weekend as well, especially against, um, UCLA and, and, uh, they're kind of forced into it again last weekend because of foul trouble and stuff, but it actually was working well. Like it worked pretty well against USC and worked well against UW to like go, uh, smaller and, and it helps that jazz has been playing so well. Yep. And, and he was, uh, Smith talked about how he was injured earlier in the season uh, it seems that he's better now cause he looks just more energetic, more athletic, yep. more kind of braver. I mean, he, he wasn't taken, like this wasn't a game when he, he taken many shots. Uh, but he's and, and he really didn't fill up the stats in this one, but he's playing good defense. Like, which is what's always was kind of his, uh, his Achilles heel. And, and when he's, when he's not hitting threes and then he's also not playing good defense and he just couldn't be on the floor, but you know, obviously injuries often affect guys on defense more than anything. Cause it's so much reactionary and, and you gotta be quick. And um, so that was nice. Um, we, we really like, uh, we really thought that, uh, we'd need a lot more from Bamba, but <laughs> he didn't really do much, but I don't know, just, he was just filling the body. And, um, I, you know, Cal was struggling to score. So you got to think Bamba up top, uh, had something to do with that. Um, so yeah, all around, like Cal was 13 of 33 on twos. You love to see that. Yes. Uh, Um, they only had seven offensive rebounds. Oh, it gets better than that later. And so only, (laughs) they only grabbed, only grabbed 20% of their, uh, own misses, which is very low, low for them, low for anyone. Yeah. Um, they they actually uh, did uh, um, pretty poorly on the offensive glass too, or defensive glass too. Like we grabbed thirty seven percent, so we just dominated the glass, which you wrote about this week. Um, I I do want to I wanted to point out something about uh, I don't think you mentioned in your rebounding article. Um, Wsu currently ranks. Uh, in the top 100 in both defensive rebounding percentage and offensive rebounding percentage. Ooh, I
1: did not mention
0: that. And, and that has never happened in the Kempom era. Ooh, they've not not even Ooh. close. They've never even been close. Like that's a either, nugget. They they've been really really good at defensive rebounding, especially yes. under the Bennets. Yes. Um. Uh. But Ernie would never had never was good at either side, even with Hawkinson. Um. But that they have never been top 100 in both and they're currently they've risen to top 100 in both um so they're really attacking the glass on both ends they you know they're as you mentioned they're a big team like so um you would hope they could rebound and a lot of times like rebounding is a is a mentality as much as anything Like yeah. especially once you're tall like if you just got to be aggressive and so like you said it's it's Abigidi is the exceptional rebounder and then everyone else is just kind of working at it like like' we're, like everyone else is solid yeah and so you you have everyone can grab a rebound that's on sport especially especially when they're playing these like huge lineups like anyone can go grab a rebound like and and you don't even see Noah grab very many because he doesn't need to like no. he's six five he could go get in there and grab one but he just yep. doesn't need to
1: you know I feel like so much of offensive rebounding is is really just giving a team permission to exactly. go do it, you know, um, you know, just like letting them go, just turning them loose to go. So many coaches are, you know, terrified of transition defense that, um, you know, they, they they refuse to let their team chase down offensive boards. They they might let you know one guy, like that's what the Bennett's do. They're like, okay, you one guy close to the basket, feel free to go get an offensive rebound.
0: Everybody yeah, else, like Jay Huff, right now for Virginia yeah, is like everybody else, seven footer just grab it. You
1: go back, you know which you know i i mean i kind of get it. i mean if you're if you're going to play defense to the level that that you know virginia does or we used to or whatever like okay fine i i i can kind of get that but um you know, so many other teams just do it. It's It seems sort of out of sheer terror more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not that that was the case under Ernie Kent. I think that was really just a <laughs> – I think that was a talent issue mostly um, because they were also getting beat in transition uh, and having, you know, extremely short defensive possession times. Um, but, you know, at the, at the same time, it's like, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of, like, telling guys, no, like go like, go do it. Like, go get it. You know, and that's and that's what they're doing right now. I mean, I, I mentioned that um, I, I kind of had some overflow stats for my story that I, I couldn't really figure out a way to wedge wedge in, so I went, I threw them down in the comments. And you know, two of the guys who are you know really sneaky good offensive rebounders are you know DJ Rodman and and Jazz Kuntz. Like they, those yeah. are two guys. They get their hands on a lot of balls, man. They get they they just they get their hands on a lot of balls. They pop pop them around. Um, and then of course, you know, F a ends up with a bunch in his hands and, you know, whenever Jackson or, or Vova are on the floor, you know, I mean, a lot of balls just kind of fall into their hands cause they're big guys. Um, and they, and they, and they stand close to the basket. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, and maybe that was some of the issue too previously, but at any rate, um, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's cool, man. It's like, it's, it's neat to be able to assert your will. Um, and you know, one of the things that I wrote about was, you know, it cover it can cover up a lot of other flaws. You know, I mean if you're not if you're not a great shooting team, and this is not a great shooting team, you know, they're they're no kidding. Be- yeah. They're better than they were last year <laughs> when they were three hundred and thirtieth last year in uh in effective field goal percentage but with
0: CJ Ellaby. With CJ Ellaby.
1: Um, the big difference, like they, so last year they were able to make up for a lot of that with uh, not turning the ball over. Like they were one of the best teams in the country at in turnover rate. Well, obviously that's that's not the case this year, which we've yeah, talked one about. One the of the worst teams. One of the worst teams in the country, but we've made up for it to some degree. Um, you know, the the shooting's only improved marginally, but the offensive rebounding's improved to a great degree, in the free throw. Rate, you know, the ability to get to the free throw line has improved to a great degree, and and those, and then they've, you know, they're a good free throw shooting team now. I, I, it seems like forever ago that they were like considered a bad free throw shooting team. Um, You know, they are they are now what you would consider, you know, fairly just average. You know, they shoot seventy and a half percent from the free throw line on the season. That's you know about average, maybe maybe like a tiny bit below average, but you know, right in that area. Um, You know, you can make up for a lot by getting to the free throw line and, you know, getting offensive rebounds. And by the way, that kind of one leads to the other, a lot of times, right. You Mm -hmm. get an offensive rebound, you get a foul. Um, But, you know, I mean, they just, they, they, they do that. And, you know, they just, that's one of the things I think that, um, you know, impresses me so much about, about the coaching staff is they just sort of figure out ways to maximize what they've got And, you know, there's always sort of this debate uh, like identity. Right. Like like when you look at Tony Bennett, for example. That's an easy one. Clear fingerprint. When you look down, is Ken Palm stats? Now, Ken, those of you who don't subscribe to Ken Palm, like when you look down year by year at the different stats, they're color coded, right? Like, and it's mostly red versus green, which is you know red bad, green good, Um, you know, and what you see, or or not necessarily bad, but low, right? So like, Mm -hmm. um, so like the offensive rebound is always just red, you know, for them because they just don't even try. Okay, so that's fine. And there's like these fingerprint elements of it, but when you look at Smith. Um, there's not really, there's not, I mean, there's some things, you know, like three point, uh, three point attempts against them is one that they definitely, that's definitely like a core value for him, you know, over the years. But there's so many other things that are just sort of like dependent, you know, the defense last year was really turnover dependent, um, you know, because they didn't have big guys. Jeff Pollard was their center, right? At six, eight or whatever he was. Um, And then this year, nope, it's, it's two point defense, right? Not generating a lot of turnovers, but they are, you know, one of the best teams in the country in shooting defense because of, uh, because of their interior interior guys. So it's just, it's, it's really impressive the way that they, they figure out how to maximize their guys to get, you know, the best possible results. They're up to 35th now nationally in adjusted defensive efficiency um, which is the highest since? Doo, 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 doo. Uh, it's uh, just around
0: what Clay's last. Yeah, team. Clay's last. Clay's last 39th. year they were
1: 39th. Yep, yep. And that was uh, that was a know. lot of Clay and D'Angelo Casto, kind of leading that one. So yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, yep. Here. Super cool. Super cool.
0: Yeah, it's yeah yeah. I was gonna say like it, it, it's it's funny. they they're we've talked about it, and I, actually let's talk about Stanford game. Then we'll yeah. talk about more broad things just uh, yeah coming in you're just you know when i kind of wrote my preview i was like they shot really well from three last time and they still were like 0.85 or whatever points per possession against stanford at yep. stanford or at yep. whatever the the, the warriors Santa cruz. Facility. <laughs> Santa cruz um so it was like what i said in the preview is like they need they're gonna need to do more beyond the three-point shooting because if, if shooting if shooting like 45% from 3 doesn't even get you to 0.9 points per possession then you're doing and, and they were awful inside. I think they were like 10 to 30 or something like inside last time, but this time they were a little bit better finishing inside. And then they still shot the hell lights out, mostly Noah from 3, but you know, a few other guys too. And they and then like you said the offensive rebounding came around. They did just enough in that. It wasn't a huge offensive rebounding day, uh, but they did just enough in that to make up for you know going fourteen to thirty-five on two pointers, and turning yep. the ball over twenty-two to twenty-five percent of the time. Like they still got to point nine six, so their offense was better, and so they they were able to make a few more twos. Uh, they actually shot threes poor, but they shot more of them as a percentage of their shots, yep. uh, which if a team as good as Stanford is inside defending, it's not a bad strategy to hoist. Like, honestly, I know it's frustrating to watch at, at times, but yeah, I mean, it was really Yakimovsky and Noah were driving that. Uh, no one else really shot very well. Uh, F.A. made a very huge one, and we can talk about that yeah. one, but, <laughs> but obviously, you know, free throws were big, too, in this one. Uh Stanford shot them really poorly. WSU didn't. WSU got a few more attempts, not very many, but they made nine more. Um, so making your free throws, you know, shooting threes when the inside isn't working, uh, getting offensive rebounds at a solid rate, 35% against a team like Stanford. Uh, there's not typically a very good defensive rebounding team, but they they were able to kind of outperform what they usually allow. Um just excellent. Like just to because what I was thinking before, it, they would have to be near one point per possession to win this game. And, and they were, <laughs> and they were, and and that and that's that's kind of and I, they probably were above it before overtime started. Uh, that there was some pretty weak scoring in the overtimes besides the last one that might have brought them up. But yeah, the last uh, one was
1: pretty. Uh, that they, I mean, they they not went nine zero. No, they yeah. went nine zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the yeah, like, time.
0: I mean, but we got to talk again about Noah. Like, he absolutely kept them in this game at yeah. multiple times. It looked like in the first half it was getting away. They started really hot, 7-0 on ESPN News, and then they flipped over to ESPN 2, and then, it, then it immediately Stanford took over. And towards the end of the half, it looked like Stanford was going to run away with it. Um, but, and it was frustrating because uh De silva hadn't played since the 13 minute mark because he got a second yep. foul and we just they were still beating us and it was like frustrating because like, you know if De silva comes back and when he did in the second half he definitely had an impact even when he wasn't when he wasn't scoring because we were paying so much attention to him uh but you were just like how can we keep up went like without De silva, like if da silva comes back we can't even keep up but then noah just went fuck it like he just uh hit hit a bunch of threes like he he went you know he got that kind of like uh generous uh and one but uh we were owed that one um i definitely want to rant about that i'm not really want to rant about it right now let's <laughs> yeah let's let's take a break right, right take a little minute right here to rant so um why 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 was why was WSU owed a call right there, Jeff? Like, why do you think the oh refs called that foul on uh, on Michael O'Connell when he kind of didn't even touch Noah? Like, yeah. So why, why do you think they wanted to make that call at that time?
1: Oh, my God. After the F.A. technical foul that wasn't,
0: where it oh was my like. Gosh. So,
1: yeah, I mean, so, F.A. erases a shot, yells and, at D.J. Rodman to go get the rebound, and then gets teed up because some ref thinks he's, you know, talking shit and all of a sudden, like everybody's like, what, what happened? What happened? And then it comes out. Oh, he went and apologized, but the T stands like,
0: like, like, yeah, are you serious? Yeah. The ref apologized for it, but you still are giving the technical foul. And by the way, this was a reporting from Theo Lawson. Like that got this info. Like it's, and he's not like, he got it, you know, I had to heard some from someone on the floor, but, but it's, it's, it's nuts. Like what like one, why does the technical stand if you apologize for it? Yeah. Two, it's insane. we always we always talk about it, Jeff. We always talk about it. Refs are calling what they expect to happen instead yep. of what actually happened. Yep. And he sees F-A, Fa who's who just like I don't know, does FA have uh a reputation for talking shit? I don't I've never heard that. Not that I like, know of. I <laughs> like and also if you said if you block a guy's shot the way he did like absolutely you should be able to say like get that out of here get the get that the fuck out of here get that shit out of here whatever whatever you want wag like, your finger like kembe Mutombo, whatever you, you want you dude like come on it's fun it's basketball a block shot is one of the most exciting plays like especially casual fans are like oh big block shot well he's gotta retire what like but it's like like all he was doing is yelling at DJ to grab the rebound. Yeah, but yeah. So but so he calls this expectation. Like he yep. expects that FA was talking shit. He wasn't. He was just communicating to his teammate. And you know they had the two hundred fans in there. It was loud. He couldn't hear. <laughs> Sorry, they <laughs> they couldn't hear. He got to yell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but it, but it's like it's just it's it's fucking that. Like like this is like peak. Like, Pac-12 ref buffoonery. Like, what the hell is this? Like, you call the technical and then apologize for it. But by the way, Stanford gets a free point because they made one of the free throws out of it. Like, come the fuck on. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, this is such a joke. Like, he has to have gotten reprimanded, I would hope, or something. Do
1: do you think? Like, do you really think? Because I don't. this, by the way, I don't know if you saw. Like, by the way, the,
0: uh, well, in a game that went to overtime, Stanford yeah, was given a free yeah, point, and we can talk about point. some other points that were yeah taken yeah. away later. But man, um,
1: just, I don't know if you God. saw the the addendum to that. But Theo also tracked down that that same ref has now called four technical fouls on Washington State this year. So
0: just really doesn't like WSC's players, I guess or, or not. Kyle Smith,
1: or Kyle Smith. Um, or or noah williams or whatever i mean he uh so i'm, I'm looking at the games that he's done of ours uh, oh
0: by the way, i saw neil uh neil stover uh uh who works for root and uh f- uh former uh WC basketball manager he tweeted that it's the same ref that called the technical on w s u in the two thousand nine oregon game no yeah
1: no, no camp no way
0: <laughs> it is. It oh. is. <sighs> oh. I'm so glad Fuck. you didn't know that.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. He, uh, by the way, he, he refed the, uh, the, the Apple Cup game in Seattle that Noah got double teed. Uh, oh. I don't know if, he, I don't know if he called both of those, but, um, uh,
0: but Noah was, wasn't saying enough. He had to, that was, that was the, the game guy.
1: where Noah got double teed. He refed that game. Uh, did Kyle Smith also get one in that game? I don't remember.
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So his name's Tony Padilla. And yeah. Neil tweeted at Neil Stover, I'm still waiting for Tony Padilla to apologize for the techie calling us with 0.2 seconds left in 2009 that cost uh, us a win over Oregon. Him and Mike Littlewood. I have opinions. Yeah, Mike Littlewood, yeah. of course. But, yeah. but come on, Tony Padilla. How is that possible? He's the same fucking guy. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. And this could have very well cost them the game. It could have. Like, it was, it I was very of, well have cost them the one game. One of
1: however many calls that could have cost them the game. Um I mean that's that's sort of, that was sort of the thing as the game was going on. I I, I did more yelling at my T V about officiating than I than I have done in a really long time. Like I mean I, I obviously these are not the sorts of things we keep track of, but um but I'm, I'm <laughs> Let pretty... me see,
0: how many yells did I do? I mean, sure. I'm you pretty... can look at the chat, the Slack chat yeah. to like say like how many all caps bullshits like, there are <laughs>
1: when I'm watching the second half of a game, even if it's a close game, you know, typically I'm, I'm trying to kind of watch the game and I'm into the game, but I'm also kind of trying to do a little bit of writing. Like I, you know, I don't want to spend three hours after the game writing a recap or something like I'm trying to get a little bit done. Um, and so, you know, and I'm and and plus as I'm watching the game, like, like I'm into it, but I'm, I'm a tiny bit emotionally detached, just trying to kind of think through how mm-hmm. this is going to fit with my story and like all this stuff. Right. Um, but this game, I, I just, I just was not because it was just so, so bonkers. Um, and, and all I could think was that's, that's another call that could cost us the game. That's another call that could cost us the game. That's, I mean, until it was finally over and we had finally actually won the game, I just kept thinking like they're going to lose this game and I'm going to be like, like pissed, un like for... apoplectic about these calls, any one of which would have changed the course of the game, right? Like, like I mean, there there was there was the T, there was the um, the and one at the beginning of the second half that wasn't because they called it, you know, on the floor, which was just fucking yeah. insane. Noah
0: <laughs> Noah got fouled clearly an upward while motion, he was in the air. The like... shot. While he was in the air, finishes the shot. We we saw. Um, Against Cal. Last weekend against Cal. It wasn't wasn't last weekend. It was just on Thursday. Yeah. A player got fouled, took a full step, and laid the ball in, and they gave it and won. Uh, Like, he took a full step before leaping. Yeah. And, uh, like, that was, like, especially when it's so bank, Like, it's so quick. The shot goes up so quick. Like, it goes up as you're whistling. Like, how do you not give that? That was literally, like, how Noah shoots free throws, an 80% free throw shooter. So you're saying like it's an eighty percent chance that they took away three play three points. Right. There's a tw- there's a hundred percent chance he took away two points, yeah. like it it, it it, in a game that went to overtime.
1: Yakamowski smokes the layup right after that. Like you're just like, oh my god, you know. But then there were, you know, there was the the five second call at the end of regulation. There was the the no foul call on Noah's game tying three. We haven't gotten there yet. But I mean, it's just like
0: there there was. I mean, it's just there was a what should have been De Silva's fifth foul. Yeah, something a charge a charge every time. Yep, every time because almost everything is called a charge. Yep. Noah was there. Yep. He was not he was standing still, waiting for De Silva to run into yeah. him. DeSilva lower you know, hits him with the shoulder, was kind of taking two steps, like he wasn't like even dribbling the ball, like he was charging towards the basket. It's just something that's always called. But maybe when the best player on the floor, well, the second best that day was on the floor, like is uh, you know, the the, the all pack twelve guy for the team that desperately needs this win for their tournament, like hopes maybe we don't whistle that fifth foul on him. Noah's yeah. only got one. So yeah. let's call it on him. It's so um, ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely nuts. Like it, just every time, like every, I'm going to say like anytime a, a block charge is called a block at this point, I'm stunned. Yeah. And then at that one, I was just pissed, but let's, let's just wind back a little bit. We're, we're we always got to bitch about the rest. It's part of, part of our uh, identity as a yeah, podcast. At this but, point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say there was enough in this game where you were like this is on purpose like like i i was like 100% if, in, in the in the moment i'm like stanford needs this win the pac 12 needs them to win this if we game.
1: were if we were talking about european soccer we'd be talking about this being a little match fixy like we'd be like you know this is eh. It's kind of feeling like somebody's maybe got a little bit of a vested interest in the outcome
0: here. Well, and you could say, I mean, maybe you argue, well, then why was the silver in foul trouble? It's because he like had a ton of like very obvious fouls before that on defense. Yeah. Like he got matched up on one on one with Noah, and Noah just went after him, and you know, like it, it, it's it's like yeah, you could say that, but at the same time, there was so many just like why would you call it that way? Especially as it caught down to it. Like, you know, as it got down to it. Um, but let's rewind a bit back. Before halftime, Noah really keeps them in it. Um, he, they, they're, I think they were down, but actually, let me just pull up the um, kind of the game flow here. Uh, they were down uh, by, was it more than 10? or um, Let's see, they were down by seven, I want to say, uh, at one point. Um, and then Noah kind of just kind of went nuts uh you know three-point play a three uh brought him back uh to be a one-point game at halftime and then he comes out scores the first bucket of the second half uh, off of a nice inbounds play uh that they, it's funny to see them run these plays for noah that they were running for Bonton. yeah by <laughs> the way <laughs> um uh but uh but yeah he comes in and, and knocks that down and wc takes the lead and at that point you're like all right game on like uh, like they they're going to be in this but still Stanford makes a little bit of a run you know they it's not like a not like a legit run but they do enough and it really happened right after that uh blown and one call that you talked about um that could have made it um i think it was 3331 like could have had a lead. could have taken the lead yeah. but instead uh uh Stanford went and uh Actually, it might have been, you t- know, 32, 31. Yeah. And then Stanford went and scored the next three buckets. Suddenly up there, up 39, 31. Uh, Camp Palm as their win percentage at that point is like 83%. Yep. Um, and that's about what you felt at that point. Like, duh, Yeah. I man. mean, I remember
1: you got on Slack and we're like, oh, this this is it. This is it. Yeah. This is the run. This, this is where they pull away. This is it.
0: But Noah Williams said no. Noah like, said, he just no, sir. said, no, sir. No, sir. Like, he just, oh, it was nuts. Like, it's so. I mean, he ends up scoring. Cool, like
1: there were 34 points scored in the second half. He scored 21 of them. Like, it was literally just every time the game threw. Now, they had a hard time catching up, but every time. Yeah, the game, they could
0: never, like, that was so frustrating because they, they would always get yeah. it to, like, to two they, and it then like three, it would get four, extended five, out to three or four. Six. Yeah. It
1: was it was like right in that neighborhood, like f- pretty much throughout the entire second half. But the the thing was like it, it could have very easily gone to seven or ten or twelve, repeatedly. And Noah just kind of like kind of kept holding it down, holding it down, holding it down, keeping it within two three possessions instead of five and or then, six or seven possessions. You know.
0: And then I think we got a three. Finally, finally. Uh, Yaki after I think they had like three different chances to tie it on a three which offensive rebounding baby Um, and he knocks it down Uh, they tied at 57 there's only like what three minutes left you're just like please don't go into your like one of your classic let's not score for a while modes and they kind of did that like they kind (laughs) of did it they went they went blank on their next like four possessions Stanford didn't do much uh, it, in there there was uh, um, I, I believe it was uh, Deshaun's fourth foul. A clean block of De Silva, oh. a very clean block. They called a foul. Fuck. Uh, that he made a free throw. That's one of the points. Um, yeah. you know, uh, I think the block charge was in there. Um, but uh. Noah hits. You know they get up to sixty two fifty seven, and there's just over a minute to play, and you're like, we need something special now. Like that's yep. you're just like, and it's like, do we even have it? I don't know. Like, but then Noah hits another three. Yeah, sixty two sixty. They get it back sixty three sixty, and you're okay. They got a chance, but Noah misses at the rim, and you're like. Fuck. Okay. We yep. almost and did it. And then they
1: get, and then Jackson yeah, then. <laughs> almost gets the offensive rebound. Jackson almost, get, almost like he gets his tied. hands on it and they get tied up and then yeah, they, they get tied up and then it turns um, over to Stanford and yeah. And so then they, they've got to inbound like, Oh, all I got to do is inbound the ball and then they're going to get fouled to go make a free throw and it's over. Right.
0: Well, right. <laughs> one ref <laughs> calls five seconds and, 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 and Kyle Smith looks like happy, you know, yeah. but like coach happy where I'm not yeah, going to yeah. smile, but yeah, we got it. All right. Obviously, got the, the okay. sidelines side erupting behind him. Yeah. But then then he looks over, sees the, the ref in the back has granted a timeout to <sighs> Stanford and uh, fantastic he loses reaction his shit. from coach.
1: He, he loses his shit. It's awesome.
0: We all felt love that, that one, man. You know what like, though? Yeah, like, that's what we all did on like Just Just as like a little I just, I was note. just like, no, no. It's like yeah. my daughter is like, what's wrong, Daddy? Oh. Like,
1: <laughs> I was screaming. Yeah. It was. My, you know, I we, we've you know mentioned this before, but but my boys will not watch games with me because I am too much. Like I am just like I, I'm too intense. I'm I'm a ball of stress. I'm I'm yelling at people that can't hear me. You know what I mean? I'm just like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, my, my wife, God bless her. She loves me and she generally won't watch games. It's just like, it's, it's too much for everybody. Right. Like I, I give myself ulcers, you know, watching these games and, uh, and yeah, I was audibly screaming at the television, um, and I, I was up out of my chair, which doesn't often happen. Usually, I'm just sort of yelling from my chair, you know, while I'm holding my beer. I'm
0: often standing up in these situations, which we'll get Yes, to yes, we, we,
1: we'll get into that in a sec. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, there, there was loud yelling at the television. and um, But, I, you know, I kind of, honestly, I, I kind of felt like it was going to happen because, yeah. you know, just about any coach worth their salt knows, we'll okay, call a timeout. knows to call a timeout. The problem or came says, from the, yeah. the problem came from one official blowing his whistle and putting his hand in the air for five. And then all of a sudden some other guy comes in. No, wait, wait, wait. I got a timeout. Like, no, that's not that's not how it works, man. That's not if if he if he was calling that timeout late enough that you couldn't blow your whistle before the other yeah, guy. Blew his whistle. It,
0: that's not how it works. Well, as WSU knows in games against Stanford, In 2003,
1: 2004,
0: sorry, my My freshman year, I was at the game. WSU knows that if you call timeout in that last second, the refs aren't going to grant it. They should, they're not supposed to grant it. Like, if if you're at 4.5 on the way to five, the refs are not supposed to grant that timeout. Yeah. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. And, but, like, because I remember in that Stanford game in 2004, Marcus Moore turned and looked at the ref and was calling timeout. And the ref stopped, looked at him and put five fingers right in front of his face. Like, cause that's what refs like will do like, okay, sorry. You called timeout too late, but this one, they're like, no, no, he called timeout. It's fine. The coach called timeout, which in that situation, like that's kind of one of the problems with coaching be able to call timeout. Like they can just scream timeout whenever they want, apparently. And yeah. then if a, if a ref hears it, that it counts. Like the rest, that are supposed yeah. to be like watching the play on the like on the court. An easy um, way to
1: solve it is eliminate coach timeouts. Like that, that should be a no brainer, honestly. You know, just players. Which I feel have to like call they've time done at point
0: and, at like different points they've like tested.
1: Yeah. Players have to call timeouts, and and that's it. But anyway, so Stanford, you know, gets their timeout, and Kyle Smith is, you know, losing his mind. Apoplectic. Yeah, and you know, I I. As a little bit of a side note, like I, I think it's pretty, you know, the, the longer we spend around this team and, and the closer we follow them, um, I th- I think it's pretty easy to see why he's able to get the most out of his players. And not even just talking about I'm not, not talking at all about basketball strategy, just like just as a leader, you know, it's it's it, number one. Um, it's, it's clear that he believes in his guys, right? Like, like he, he instills that confidence all the time. Even after the game, he was like talking about FA making that three pointer and he's, he's like, you know, uh, yeah, we just, we just kept telling him, keep shooting it. You'll be fine. We, I just want him confident. I want him, I want him doing that. And I mean, even talked about how they drew up a play for FA to shoot a three on the first possession of the second half, it didn't work because they thought Stanford was going to play a ball screen a certain way. And then they didn't play it that way. And then he didn't get a shot, but they were like, no, we wanted him to get a nice open look and see if he could hit one. You know, it's like, he just has this, um, unwavering belief in his players that clearly rubs off on them, you know? And it's, it's with, you know, it's with no, I mean, he'll, he'll make jokes and say, you know, yeah, they've got a few gray hairs from that, but you know, inside he's like, yeah, hell yeah. You know, um, you know, and he did that with Ella and with, with Bonton both last year and this year, like, like just like, you know, I think that most casual fans first, uh, first thought is, you know, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And, and I think that's human nature too. Yeah. Smith has this way of just being like, no, I want to listen. If 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 they're doing enough good things like like I want to encourage the good things. And if I encourage enough good things, then the bad things will kind of not have a lot of space. Right. Like like he just is constantly wanting his guys to be confident and loose and playing free. And man, you love playing for a guy like that. You know, it's like it's it's really hard to play for someone um, or, or just like it's not even just playing with someone like in a job, whatever. Um, if you feel like if you screw up, you're going to get you know, you're going to get it right. Um, it's pretty clear. Kyle Smith is not that kind of coach. And even when I mean, just look in the sidelines and you can just tell when somebody makes a stupid play, like he just sort of claps his hand together and is like. Okay. And he, and you know, that it's, it's not like a, it's not like a, like a laissez faire thing where it's like, you know, whatever's clever, but, um, but he, he would rather err on the side of encouraging guys. And then you see his passion come out, right? Like, like we see it come out, we see, saw it come out in that five count. We see it come out sometimes in uh, the technicals that he's gotten this year. Um, and, and not necessarily technical fouls are good, but you know, it, it's, it's just, I think it's a, it's a reasonable proxy of his passion,
0: well, a lot of the um, technical fouls are often because he's defending. his Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and how the game's exactly being right. called against them. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, players see that and they pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's really not it's not hard to see why they trust him and why they play hard for him, and and why he's able to get the most out of the guys. Um, literally everywhere he's been. Like like this isn't just you know Wazoo. I mean, this is Columbia. This is San Francisco. This is wazoo like you can see why guys like playing for him and um and so you know when he when he lost his mind you know i was losing my mind but i even i was like as i was watching it i was like wow that's okay (laughs) but um you know thank goodness he didn't get teed up for that because i mean guys i've seen guys get teed up for less than that yeah
0: but like that's one of the things where like i remember looking at him like man I'm surprised that Pac 12 rest and blow and just end the game on a technical yep. foul there because yeah. you see that happen. Like, because the game isn't over yet. Like, Stanford still has to make a free throw. And and if they would have called it, they would have given four chances to make the winning free throw. But they didn't call it. So I'll give them credit there. Yeah. Because, like, they owed Smith us. lost his goddamn multiple mind multiple ones it, by that yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, man, so they they get to inbound the ball. And you know what's interesting, uh, Stanford passed it into DeJon Davis, who's an 80% free throw shooter, and then let him pass back to Michael O'Connell, the freshman, who had had one of his best games he's ever played at, at, You know, in his freshman season up to this point. Well, like he's, he was playing really he's well. He's
1: also a good free throw shooter.
0: He's, like yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. That's 75% same. like that. Well, he was 84% before this game. Oh, okay. And go. so, so, uh, uh, so you're like, okay, well, you know, you let him but, but then you're like, okay, it's the freshman, I, I get that, you know, and this kid who has had a great game up until then, like, you know, like he, he's one of the reasons Stanford is about to win, especially with the Silva having done almost nothing, you know, whatever. And, but man, the look on his face <laughs> when he went to the line.
1: He was absolutely shitting himself.
0: Also, can I say, Poor guy. the most Stanford looking motherfucker I have ever yeah. seen. Like, yeah. that is This like, is an extremely to, like,
1: Stanford team,
0: right? Yeah. Like, if you had to, like, just, just, like, create, a, like, auto, auto create a Stanford player in, like, yeah. In a video game, this is what he would look like. Like, this is, like, a 6'2 point guard with, like, a huge chin and, yeah. and like, a dark hair, like, kind of slicked back. Like, oh, my God, yeah. this is this is a Stanford player. He's probably incredibly smart. Uh, whatever. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> he was terrified. And, oh, my God, after he misses the first one, oh, that yeah. second one, I like he's got he had a brown spot in his pit like I, he definitely did oh yeah like he was shitting his pants like, well, it's, he like looked it's one thing horrified. when it like
1: kind of rims off um it's another thing when it's like
0: when it clanks
1: just complete brick city like wasn't even close Twice. and you're like the after the first one i'm like oh my god he might actually miss that second one too like it was so bad it was so bad
0: and, and stanford definitely did us a solid down the stretch missing some free throws yeah which it's just nice to get that bit of luck on this yep. team who's playing without their you know their best player and yeah. they're playing without like you know that they're they're, they're they're the lesser team they're playing a fucking roster where you got 35 minutes of one junior and uh, out of the how many minutes 55 times four or 55 times five 50 times five is 250 5 times 5 25 so 275 minutes, 37 were played by juniors. None were played by seniors in this game. Yeah. You have that going against a, a, an experienced Stanford roster. And, and so we are deserved a little bit of luck right now. You know, like, it's like, come on, like, give yeah. us a fucking break. Like, yeah. And, and we got a break when he missed, like, when he shit his pants. And he continued shading his pants throughout the rest of the game, which is funny, but uh, especially in that third overtime. Um, but, uh, but and then, of course, by the way, they, us that they, break.
1: they don't even try to rebound. There, they they pull yeah, all what? four guys. I
0: don't get that. I, don't I, I know you're worried about the foul, but also if you foul, like
1: it's a two, the worst it's two thing that shots. happens. Is
0: they get two shots. They get two shots.
1: Well, and but then you're you thinking... can take
0: two to three seconds off of the yeah. charge down the court well, by just i mean making them fumble around for the free yes, rebound
1: that's exactly it jared haas is a uh, a fundamentally conservative coach like mm-hmm. so like we saw that with De silva right so with two fouls boom to the bench like 13 minutes on the bench you know in the first half yeah they could have um,
0: put that like and so i think they could have probably put the game away in the first half if he just he leaves da silva on the yep. court
1: Haas is, uh, they are 240th in two foul participation. So Ken Palm has a, has a stat to measure um, how many, how many minutes go to guys when they have two fouls, Um, you know, just kind of trying to measure that for different teams and how aggressive coaches are, Uh, you know, Stanford's 240th in that. They rank 240th in that. So, um, you know, he just – it's clear that he's super conservative. WC's
0: 88th, by the way. Yeah. Which also is a function of their roster too. But, but Right. Yeah.
1: So, you know, so he misses the second free throw. We get a clean rebound with 10 seconds and Noah's able to, you know, just sort of like kind of, you know, charge right up the floor. Um, you know, because if you, if you put even just a couple guys in there, you know, maybe they get a hand on something. Maybe the ball – you know, maybe going got to go burn. chase it in the corner. Yeah. It goes out of bounds. And we got no timeouts. No timeouts. So maybe they can set up a press. Yeah. You know, know, I mean, just something, you know. Although
0: there's no way Haas would have set up a press. No, no. But instead, they're going to. You would have let them walk it up.
1: Instead, they're going to drop, you know, four guys plus the free throw shooter. Um, You know, nice clean rebound. And Stanford's going to set up their defense. And I mean, you can't stop Noah Williams,
0: right? Not, I mean. You 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 had that feeling at that moment. You're like, he is so on fire right now. Like, please, just don't foul him. Like, just let him get. Like, we need to see Noah get a shot up right now. And, yeah. And Kyle and Kyle Smith said it. He's like, he was getting worried that Noah was taking too long because teams are not usually going to foul until like that between that like six to three second range. Right. You know, to the point where if you foul them, you know it's going to be hard for them to get another shot, another good shot down the floor right. so like you try but he put it up around you know five seconds and
1: i'm not i mean i'm not shocked that stanford didn't foul um considering how good we'd been on the offensive glass you know so i mean yeah. that's i mean that's a consideration right i mean you know you, you foul no like, yeah, we.
0: it's like a 50 50 proposition yeah or not fouling
1: it's it's not as clear-cut as as a lot of people think um so you know i mean wsu puts in you know, Deshaun Jackson, they put in Vova, they put in F.A. And just like, you know, try and go get, I mean, that's what they would have done, right? Yeah. Try and go get an offensive rebound with with those three guys. And, you know, Vova, I don't, Vova didn't play, you know, but he would have been in there at that point. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's not as clear cut. So I, I don't have any problem with not fouling, but man, they did not, they did not play Noah very tight, which was weird. Yeah, they
0: let him dribble all the way up. Yeah, to about but to about twenty five feet,
1: and they didn't press him when he got to the the three point line. It's not like he had to take a shot five steps beyond the free throw or three point line. Like he yeah, was they able didn't to run. Press it.
0: They, he was able the, to run. The right defender to the didn't line. Line. even check him until yeah yeah twenty five probably was wrong. Like I mean, kind feet. of
1: kind of a little fake ball screen. Like it wasn't a real screen, but it was just kind of like just a little yeah, bit of interference. He yeah, he
0: wasn't gonna take it. Yeah, know, I mean, just like, a little
1: bit of interference, and he he got a you know remarkably clean look which he buried and then what craig
0: <laughs> well i mean it was an exciting moment <laughs> i'm you know like i'm standing in front of my tv as i as i do as i do for every game but you know every close game of my sporting teams uh you know uh I always, you know, the the women's hoops teams, every goddamn game they play is down to the wire. Um, And so I'm up there, uh, uh, you know, the Sounders, uh, you know, I I definitely did some some of the similar maneuvers when the Sounders came back and beat Minnesota in the Western Conference Finals. Um, But yeah, so we got a nice little area rug. Um, We've recently flipped it. So like, it's like a different direction. And it, and it, and it, and it does seem a bit more slippery since we did that. Like we, like we changed the grain from, or something. I don't know. So, um, Noah hits that shot and I instinctively just, if if any of you have ever watched or been around me at a WSU sporting event, and I have many people that can back this up and, and you see some of the responses on Twitter and whatever, um, I, uh, um, I, I, I just leaped. I, I well I tried to. I turned and, and leaped, and I, I was like Noah. And I just like turned, and then I my foot. I feel it slip back a little bit, and then I just feel like a pop. Oh, no. And I and I and I'm like, and I just kind of stumble back down. I'm like, oh, and my daughter. I think she was in the other room. She comes. She heard me, and she comes running in. She like, Dad. Like my beautiful almost sometimes terrible three, three year old daughter. Um, but I love her. Um, uh, she comes in and she's like, Dad, are you okay? Uh, do you have an owie? Do you need a bandaid? I'm like, I don't know. 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 And, um, I don't have time to think about that right now. Thankfully it was like a break in the game at that. It's like right. trying to like watch the heave, you know, at the end. And, and, and like, I, I try to put my foot on the ground i put my you know my is my left leg i put it on the ground and uh it just feels like my floor is completely uneven and <laughs> i'm like i have that's done not something wrong here. your
1: floor is not uneven <laughs> i mean it's an old um, house i mean it is a little bit uneven. we
0: got it. it's sink but it is but not like that <laughs> but um not like that. uh so yeah i'm i'm just like this isn't good uh and my, and, you know, B's like daddy, daddy. With are you okay? I'm like, daddy's just, just, just daddy's just give really happy right it's now. It's okay. Daddy's, daddy's just really happy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm just like, I, I put, I went on the Slack, and I don't think many people pay attention to it because, like, we're all just like, it's like no, all caps. Like, no, I saw it. Williams, what I book? saw it. and I was like, and there's oh, like guys. I, I think I just blew. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I just, I think I just blew out, blew out my uh, Achilles.
1: <laughs> and like, i was like oh it's hurt bad um but I remember, then you I'm didn't talk like, much about it off. after you didn't talk much about it after that you know so well at that point i was like, eh, well, point, I'm just, so like locked
0: bad. in i'm like hey the game is still <laughs> happening now they really need to win this fucking game i hurt myself during this game like they uh, have to win this game at this point like this story can't end with wsu losing the game that i right. like and so, so that I hurt myself. So I, you know, we watched the rest of the game and whatever later in the night, I, I have myself convinced cause I can like move on it and it didn't hurt that bad. I'm like, Oh, if I like busted my Achilles, like I've seen like, you know, players do this and they like are screaming in agony on the ground. And so I'm like, Oh, maybe I didn't do that. Um, you know, my sports injury, of course. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, my, my partner is a nurse practitioner. She comes home and uh we're convinced it's just you know like a you know, like i like strain my calf or something cuz like I, it kind of hurts like higher up my leg more um and so like okay it's fine but yeah we get up the next day and it's like quite a lot more swollen and it's getting swollen in places that are a bit concerning <laughs> and and we do
1: and you sent uh, me a picture i will say you sent me a picture yeah, and i was like yeah.
0: hey yeah that I'm looks like, yeah. Bad. So about you? Do you remember me that saying that? Yeah. About <laughs> that. Uh, it's pretty serious. Uh, yeah, well, later it's... in that night, my my daughter, who I had told, like, okay, the rest of the day's got because you know how like a a, a three year old will be this like, there's like right those like follow you around. Oh like, yeah. Incredibly oh, yeah. close. Oh yeah. And so she was doing that, and she slipped, and she hit the back of my ankle with her knee. Like, to the and point so you hard that you I was, were like, die. I was, like, going, fuck, like, ah, like, are you okay? Like, you hit me so hard, like, <laughs> she's, like, ow, ow, and I'm, like, what did you hit? Like, like it was either, her, I was, like, this is either her head or her knee yeah. just hit me. Like, it's not, yeah. like, and so she, bat, so she racked me in the knee. I'm, I, I'm, like, oh, my God, having a three-year-old with, like, a significant injury to your lower leg is just, like, yeah. not a good combination. No. So, yeah, the next day, you know. Uh, it's like a night after Amanda gets, she was a uh, working and, and so she gets back and, uh, uh, she, uh, uh, we're just she's like looking it up cause you know, she's got her curiosity. Like this is what she does for a living. Yeah. Right. Um, she, she finds this test where you can kind of like squeeze your calves and then like your, if you if your Achilles is properly connected, your foot should just kind of, like you you kind of sit with on your knees on a on a chair and then you squeeze the calves in your foot your foot should kind of react a bit like you know like kind of when you uh, hit right, your right. elbow or whatever, whatever yeah, it is reflexes um right. or when you knock your knee and your leg kicks or whatever it is um but we did that one and it it was just nothing was happening like it was totally so it's like okay I gotta I gotta call I gotta I gotta make an appointment. So I made an appointment with like well I call uh, an orthopedic sports medicine type place and and they, you know, uh tell me I have to have a referral. Uh thank you, United Healthcare. Um uh I have to have a referral. I'm like I'm pretty sure I know what this is. Like yeah. uh it seems pretty clear cut from like a pretty common injury. Yeah, Lots super of people fun. have it. every
1: everybody's gotta spend more money. In order to yeah. jump through the hoops.
0: Oh, so I went to the urgent care place. And yeah, sure enough, like, uh, they they diagnosed it as that. You know, x-rays clean, no broken bones or anything. So I'll have to do like an ultrasound to see. But I will say, uh, they said it was only partially torn. Like, he thinks it's only partially torn, which is good uh, for my recovery prospects and all that. But uh, yeah, so I... I inj- I tore, I ruptured, which is a, it sounds worse because it's a tendon. So you say ruptured instead of tore. Uh, I ruptured my Achilles tendon celebrating Noah's game time <laughs> three. Um, I will say I'm pre- I tweeted out a picture of myself in crutches and a boot and, t- and tag Noah. And let's be honest, I was tagging Noah because I wanted him to see it. Um, and he <laughs> Wait, did is respond that why people tag things? Yeah, well, yeah. one, I wanted to see it because I thought he would make him laugh or, or say, you know, like, yeah. you know, just like, Noah, like, I love you this much, buddy. Like, yeah. And, uh, at two, like, I, so I'll say I kind of went through a bit, a bit of a crack. Like, so the night when, like, last night when, uh, when we were trying to figure out what it was and then we came to that conclusion, I was just like pissed at myself. I'm like, you idiot. Like, like, you just just can't happen. Like, like yeah. now you have to tell the story of this is why you hurt. And like, when I went to urgent but, care, like I mean, they're like the first that I was a nurse practitioner. He's like, uh, were, were you like playing sports or something? You
1: know? <laughs> no, I was celebrating. not in quite
0: Someone else was playing sports. Yeah. I was, um, I was so watching. Uh, it was very active. So I was like, I was just like, last night I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I was so mad at myself. I was so embarrassed. But like, I I told you this Jeff. like one of my like coping mechanisms has always been like self-deprecation. And so it's just like, I told you, I I was telling my boss about it earlier in the morning, like the next, this morning. And then I just immediately blurted out like, why? And I sent her the video of the three. And I was like, this is what happened. Like at this very moment is when it happened, blah, blah, blah. So I just realized like, I just got to lean into this. And make yeah. it part of the brand. Like this is part of the the, the Craig Powers brand. Well, I mean, Craig, and, and- Craig,
1: Craig, Craig, Craig. <laughs> this is not the first time you've hurt yourself. Now, this is the most serious. No doubt, this is the most serious. But this is not the first time you've hurt yourself celebrating a game. Like, I mean, you've had. I, I mean, I, I there there was one time that you. I mean, listen, I am certainly no doctor. But I, you might have been concussed, buddy. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: you know, oh, man, you're going way back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Oregon State win in 2010. Yep. Uh, when yep. I, um, when I was living in Nashville and, uh, when they got the win, I was so excited. You know, obviously wins were at a premium back then. Yep. yep. Um, and I got so excited. I think it was our first Pac twelve win outside since the two thousand eight Apple Cup. And I just ran through my house and was jumping and cracked my head uh on the ceiling and was bleeding from my head. And if you go back on the game on the game thread, you can see it in there, <laughs> me saying that. <laughs> so this is so, like this is just like it's funny all the number of people that have like even i i it's funny i talked to a friend who's not a coo she actually went to asu but like uh she's a friend like in my industry a very good friend who i she you know we haven't talked in a couple of years but we we kind of we kind of reconnected recently and we we wanted to have a chat about what she was doing with her company and stuff or whatever and uh we we were talking and we were just you know catching up and I'm telling her about it. And she was just like, uh, "That may, yeah, I'm not even surprised. Like, like, cause it's just like anyone who knows me, uh, knows that I'm like stupid about this stuff and like, get overly excited. Like anyone's ever watched a game with me, probably in person or not. Um, like if, if you just watch a game with me on TV, like yes. in a public place like yes. it, it, uh like it's just uh you, you've seen the the absurdity of my reactions to things and i it's funny like i think i've i don't know if i've ever told a story like um when the seahawks were making their run to the super bowl in 2013 2014 uh i was on some like uh uh, uh antidepressant meds and i noticed like throughout the season i was just like I'm just not reacting to stuff the way that I remember, so before the the Super Bowl, I intentionally stopped taking them for a few weeks uh-huh. so that I could live the full of my reactions <laughs> when <laughs> watching the super Bowl and so like and i' I don't like uh, i i've I've done counseling stuff like uh, um no no one's ever fixed fully from that, but uh, you know i to the point where I didn't feel like any of the meds anymore. But like but uh but but now I'm you know, I just like fully like emote to things. And it uh it, it cost me a, a tendon uh this time. <laughs> um and, and Achille- it's my Achilles heel, if you will, is is now <laughs> my absurd reactions. Uh, Quite it. literally, my Achilles is is the way I react, yeah. and, and 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 if you listen to our megacast about the two thousand six two thousand seven season, which if you uh, subscribe to this feed or you're new to this feed, I wholly recommend going back and listening to that, and also the Rose Bowl season one, which Jeff was on. But we have the one, you know, we had the olds and the less olds. Um, uh, so uh, we, I, I talked about how I um, was nearly arrested once for my. <laughs> Or uh, accused of inciting a riot at a Cougar basketball game when I was in school. So, um, a lot of like people that knew me from then and has been to games with me. They're like, eh, yeah, this is this is on brand. And so I decided to lean into it. You know, I, you know, I'll share it. I put it on my Instagram. I put it on my Twitter. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the most likes I've ever gotten on a tweet. Like, I don't, Like, I, Thanks, everyone. I appreciate your support. Yeah. Whether you're laughing at me or whether, I don't know. I've gotten a lot of comments where people are like, good to know that I'm not the only one that yeah. reacts like that. Like, hey, we'll watch listen, game. like, It is
1: only by the grace of God that none of the rest of us have blown out an Achilles <laughs> trying to like either celebrate or get up and yell at the TV or whatever. All I'm, all it's so I funny because I, yeah, I was going to say, ahead all ahead. I know is that, uh, thank God they won. Because that would have really been
0: yes, fun. I mean, because that was that was all of it. That was I had stakes in the game at this point. Like I'm sitting there thinking, I have like I no longer have an Achilles tendon, and uh, and WSU. So in the in the first overtime, like DJ, but I had the temper reactions because I was like sitting down at this point, you know, like uh, like eventually I was like I should probably get off of this foot. And I was trying to walk it off for a bit, but, um, you can't walk off a ruptured Achilles. Um, no, uh, maybe, maybe if you have the good, good drugs that, uh, NFL players get, but, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, you might be able to but walk, I, I, but it's still going to yeah. be, oh, I could <laughs> definitely walk, but it, it's like a club foot walk. Like yeah. that's, that's how I'm walking now. I have a big old boot. Um, but before that I was just like, you know, they saw me walking in urgent care, They're like, oh, uh. There's actually a shorter way to. We usually go because they have like the urgent care side and the 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 primary care side. So they're like, right. we'll just walk through the primary care side. It's shorter to get to the room. I'm like, thank you. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it was just like I had these stakes now for the rest of the game, like where it was like, yeah, DJ hit that three to put him up. Uh, uh, when uh, there really wasn't that much happened in like in the first overtime like there were not very many points scored and what was it 5 to 5
1: Yes yeah the first overtime was ugly like really yeah.
0: really ugly uh
1: it got better after that though it got better
0: after Definitely that, a lot sure. like so it was 68 68 So was it was it the so it was the first overtime when Noah had that breakaway Yes and love him man he did have nine turnovers <laughs> in this game. That was one of them. That was one of them. Uh, just apparently thought that no Stanford player was going to run it was back. was anywhere near it. Kind of t- took like the big old stutter step for the big two handed flush I think he was going to go up for. And then that little, the, the only good play that he made after bricking those two free throws, Michael O'Connell runs back, knocks yep. it off, and of Noah out of bounds. And it's like, I think it was tied at that point, and it would have put them up by two. Yeah, and and like you said, in in the well, we'll wait till we get that point. But they like got two point lead in over any lead in overtime is huge. Yes, like everyone's so gassed. Like, but you know, they turn it over. But think, whatever you want to think, they made that stop at the end of yeah the first overtime. Where I, I loved, they came out of the timeout and just tra- kept trapping yeah. the ball handlers. Yeah, um, and it wasn't so eventually even a they said great like trap. It wasn't a great trap. Yeah, it, was it was just, just it was. Stanford just enough. was definitely not expecting it though. It was
1: just enough to disrupt it. And, and you know, and honestly, I mean, it gets back to what we said, you know, about Stanford before. Like they're just so fucking conservative. Like, and and you can see that that ethos just sort of like permeates all the players. Where it's like, okay, I mean, you know, there were a couple times where I mean, it's like, so I
0: can't do anything. I'm not supposed to. Yeah. and we're supposed to get it to De Silva down low. Like that's what I we're mean, supposed to do.
1: We trapped hard the first time, um, and then they passed out of it. And then it was kind of like our guys kind of looked around, like, do you know, do we trap again? You know, do we do we do this again? I guess, yeah, okay, I guess. And and it really wasn't a great trap. It wasn't a hard trap. It was. Um, it was kind of a three-quarters speed trap, which normally is death, right, for a trap. Like, if you're going to trap, yeah. you better come hard.
0: One pass is yeah. like, will toast to you. One and, good pass. Well, not even a good pass, like a yeah, half pass. Yeah, there
1: like, was a couple times there where a good pass would have gotten him, but Stanford also was clearly playing for the last shot. That was the other. Yeah, one.
0: they did not want to score. Right? They, they did not the want to score.
1: Rate. They were not going to try. You know, and, and maybe that was part of Kyle Smith's calculus. You know, Maybe he just thought, all right. They're you know, terrified we'll, we'll, of Noah. We'll trap him and um, you know, they, they're probably playing for the last shot and you know, so just keep trapping them. They probably won't even if there's a wide open shot, they probably won't take it. You know, and sure enough, they they just sort of like passed it around the perimeter until you know they finally um you know tried to enter the ball to De Silva and you know FA, you know, God bless him had a great fucking player. amazing overtime. And it yeah. wasn't just the three that he hit. Um, it was, you know, all of it. I mean, he ends up scoring nine points. He gets that st- he d- In fact, I, I don't think he's credited with a steal there because nobody ever, actually, they didn't get to possession. Yeah. Ever. Nobody ever actually ends up with the ball, but, Shot clock violation. but it basically was a steal, you know, because he gets in there, gets his hand in there. The ball ends up on the ground. Everybody's scrambling and, you know, and time runs out. It was a hell of a play. Um, so yeah, pretty fortunate. I, will say
0: I had, I had, I had some flashbacks to that 2004 game because in that game, before of hit the game winning three, the ball was just rolling on the ground. Yeah. And and with like two seconds left, and you're just like, oh my god, they're gonna do it. And then he is like hoist something and it's like yep. so at that moment I'm thinking like, please don't let them just like scram like this like scramble lets him find a wide open guy somewhere with like one second left. And that's what you know you hate when it like it's your team makes a great defensive play and then in the scramble the offensive team gets an easy bucket. But everyone dove on the ground. Like I'm pretty sure, like eight of the ten players were on the ground at that point. Oh yeah. Um, And and uh, I'm surprised they didn't put a little more time on the clock. But should have been should have been
1: more. But whatever.
0: Yeah, probably should have been closer to a second. But should have been a whole should have been a full second second overtime. Uh, B has taken a crap at this point, and I had to go change that diaper in between the first and second overtime. (laughs) I had to hobble upstairs. My, my three-year-old daughter, who has yet to get out of pull-ups and diapers, um, uh, just uh, she was having some intestinal troubles, I'll, I'll say. There, that was one of many that day. Um, uh, so I had to come back down and, and watch the... I had a little bit of a tape delay at the start, you know, and you have to kind of fast-forward when they're walking the ball up the court and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, we had that. But, yeah, the second overtime gets a little more action, like a little bit more happens uh, uh i is is that the one where Noah start no is that the one where Noah, no Noah started the third overtime i can't even remember what happened in the second overtime at this point um but yeah it's you know uh de silva probably has started to assert himself a little more at this point um yeah and it's just it's just uh it it's just nuts. Like again, the the stakes are there for me. Uh, like, WSU needs to win this game because I I am down one Achilles tendon, and 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 it's just kind of it was up and down. Like, WSU scores, Stanford scores, WSU scores, Stanford gets Stanford gets a a, a free throw, but then they they get a run out, take the lead back. WSU gets a free throw. Uh, and then, and then, uh, what that was when, uh, uh, so WSU Yakimovsky gets fouled, fouls out to Silva, which is huge. Cause we had to do five more minutes after this, uh, fouls out to Silva on that, that rebound foul miss makes one, misses one. Noah gets a rebound cause he hasn't had a, an amazing enough game already gets huge offensive rebound gets fouled. He only makes one or two. So it's a two point game. And this is another one of those calls that you're like, are you kidding me? Um was it Delair? I think, and ends, ends up with the ball. And just a like the one of the easiest push-offs you could ever like call. Yep. Like, like he pushes Koontz off, Koontz flops I it, mean, and you know falls down because of you know, all he the sells calls,
1: it. of all the calls that we are like, that's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The only one that was like I shouldn't say the only one the if well, we were the Noah
0: the, the technical foul and the Noah yes. uh, and one were pretty if, egregious, but. but if we were
1: ranking them from most egregious to least egregious most obvious like. most obvious like like this is called 10 out of 10 times like like this isn't even like so so like the the block charge we talked about where you know Noah gets called for the block and you know it's, it's pretty clearly a charge in terms of what they typically call um but, you know, I, you know, I mean, every once in a while that one gets like, called. I,
0: I would often lean to, like, never call that a charge. Absolutely. I'll just call it a but block. But
1: every once in a while it does get called a block, and you're like, okay, whatever. Um, this thing was like a 10 times out of 10 offensive foul. Like, like literally 10, 10 out of 10, they never miss this call. They They never don't call this call. Um, if you extend your arm, if you extend your elbow, it's a, it's a, it's I mean, D-
0: DJ Rodman had been called on this earlier in the game.
1: I mean, uh, you know, we've, our guys have been called on it multiple times, lots and lots of guys against this have been called on it multiple times. Like, and he like, was
0: out the, the worst thing he's out top isolated. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not it's, even
1: like, it's not even like. Like, questionable. Like, it's he very clearly extends I mean, when the, his arm, when shoves both the, the defender down. Like, both
0: the announcers are like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I, was that? <laughs> I mean,
1: it's, it's a, I mean, I, I, I try not to be hyperbolic. Like, that is a 10 out of 10 call. Like, like they, they quite literally never, never, never miss an opportunity to make that call, you know, and, to have it be a no call, you no. Know, Stanford really needed this win. I mean, ex- like that's what I'm talking about. That's the match fixy part of this. Like, I like you watch it, you just go like, like how? How is that even possible? And and the really the only legitimate explanation is like the fix was in. I mean, I don't, I don't know how else you look at that play. And go
0: because that should have been an offense foul. WSU ball let like, yep. we're WSU doing up throws. two. We're coming doing the back free the other throw direction.
1: Game. We're doing free throws. Yep, yep. And you know, so then it ends up, uh, he ends up scoring to tie the game. I mean, that's a potential three or four point
0: swing. And know? I thought Noah had the, the winner at the end of this one, but
1: I thought so too. And of course, he got clobbered and no foul call there either.
0: So because he got, yeah, he had a lane. And if he didn't get clobbered, I think he would have finished. No call. I mean, it's, for, it's, it's the ultimate. for him to completely You're so miss
1: pissed. the rim. Like, like he.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the, a guy that has been having. And he did go. He went over his first 10 in overtime, which in fairness, he was completely gassed. But um, uh, and yeah. his back probably hurt like from carrying everyone. But, uh, but yeah. I mean he just doesn't miss like that like to to just like he's just gonna drive the lane and just like shoot an air ball from four feet. Are you kidding me like so on the backs you you have those back to back plays where Stanford gets a tying shot on a very clear push off, and then Noah drives the lane, so apparently they're just not gonna call any foul I guess at the end of the game. I guess that's what and it just happened to. Definitely go against WSU at that point. Um, you know, Noah Noah like as much as they love to tee up on tee up Noah, he's he's yelling at them, that's a foul, but maybe just because the the quarter was over they weren't gonna call it, but or the, the overtime was over, they weren't gonna call it. But um uh he's just like screaming up like you can see him like, That's a foul, that's a foul, that's a foul. Like it's like he got hammered. Like uh, you could still call the fouls when there's three seconds left. You know that, right? Yes. Like his we yes. we didn't even talk about it before because we talked about my injury, but he got hip checked on the on the game tying three. This game could have been over. Yes, in the in in regulation, like, and it was hip-checked. not a
1: that foul was not a. Eh, you know, maybe it's a foul, maybe it's not. Like they've called that foul consistently all year. You cannot jump into a guy's legs on a jump shot. You just can't, and it's been called. Multiple times. We, we've seen it called probably three or four, maybe even five times, both for us and against us. Right. Like like this is not a new call. And when you so the replay that everybody sees, it's not super clear how much contact there is. But yeah. there was kind of a reverse angle that ESPN showed that was extremely clear. Like, it was like, I mean, he landed in his space and hip checked him off his spot. Like, that is clear, 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 clearly a foul. And it's a foul for a good reason because it's a fucking dangerous play, right? I mean, this is how people yeah. end up with sprained ankles and blown out knees and all kinds of stupid shit because guys are jumping under people's feet. It's the kind of stuff that causes fist fights at the YMCA. Like, it is you yeah, do absolutely. not jump under a guy's feet like that. And he did it in which I mean, good reason. Like he's trying to contest the three. Like I understand how it happened, but it's a fucking foul. And so to not call that foul, you know, I don't know if like, you know, the, the trail ref who's, who would be responsible for calling him. I I don't know if he's like trying to look at the clock and see if the shot got off me. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but to miss that call is super, 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 super egregious. And, you know, it's, it's probably only second in egregiousness to the to the push off by Delaire at the end of the first overtime, which was, you know, <laughs> the plainest thing. I mean, normally you'd have all three referees racing to blow their whistle
0: on that one and like, instead, oh my god you know, you know it's it, it, like it's like punching the other way just wanting to punch the other way that's just what oh, they yeah. love to they're do. like they no wait which punch who the gets other to way call that one.
1: you know they're, they're like in a race to, to who, blows who gets the to do
0: the aggressive hand yeah, on the back of the head and punching the other way i know no no one wanted to do <sighs> that really you guys so love that right. shit. they didn't want to do it on to silva they didn't want to do it on on the Delaire. come on this is your favorite yeah. call to make But we're going to a third overtime. We're going to. By the way, we're an hour. Going to a third OT. Yes, this is this is this is an OT podcast. I know at this point. Yeah. So we're going to a third OT, and what a fun five minutes of basketball! Like for once, someone else goes on a five-minute scoring drought. Yeah. Uh, Just fucking gorgeous. Um, Starts out. Uh uh whoa, uh what did we get what was the first bucket. Um now I'm trying to remember. I, I remember the second I bucket. Think it was FA, right? F- it
1: was like an FA it was yeah. an FA layup, right? I think an assist from yeah, FA
0: layup. Uh, assist from Yakimovsky. Yakomovsky, yep. Oh, that was the uh that was the yep, one where FA kind of looked like little he, little he was gonna pass. lose it going up. Yeah, another one like Fa. These bounce and and Kuntz does it too. These like bounce passes the bigs, like very good. Like they get in the lane, they look for him. I mean, when you got a guy like Fa, who you know can catch it and dunk it, like it's pretty good. And, and Deshaun too, um, like it's good to have guys like that. It makes you more confident throw the pass. But uh, that was you know Andre doing his point forward thing, and uh, and and getting Fa a bucket, and then they come down, and I I, I got to think that rodman's shot got blocked or he just shot about the worst shot he's ever shot in his life because it was about eight feet left of the hoop um but there koontz picks up loose ball lays it in and you pointed out uh what's what's the uh commentator's name the color guy uh adrian i can't remember his name adrian branch adrian branch yeah adrian branch the only the only uh um The only um, like maybe salient point he made is when WSU got up four with like you know three and a half minutes left in overtime. He's like a four point lead in overtime is like a ten point lead regularly. And yeah, like you're like okay, we're up two possessions now, and Stanford. Yeah, we're we're fifty two minutes into this game. Like, it's really hard to make up four points. Stanford hates shooting threes. Like they just don't want to shoot a three. Um, which God bless Jared Haas, man. Um, I know they've, they make their living inside, but they didn't this game. And, uh, you know, maybe a a three or two might've helped you, but, uh, you know, O'Connell, this is when he fully melts down. Yep. Um, he gets, uh, he gets a breakaway and jazz just strips him. Uh, Uh, by the way, I'm making jazz hands a thing. Uh, so (laughs) whenever jazz makes a, makes a defensive play, it's jazz hands. We're, we're doing jazz hands now. Um, so jazz strips him, uh, jazz makes another steal later, uh, in the, in the overtime as well. strips, uh, I think DeJon Davis or no, he was out by then. Uh, so I can't remember who he stripped later. Um, just, uh, he's got good hands. Like that's one thing, um, maybe he doesn't have the greatest foot speed in the world or whatever, but he works hard and uh, he's got good hands. He's got a little bit of jump, a little bit of bounce to him. Uh, He's he, he has the tools enough. If he works hard to be a good defensive player and he, and he, and he shows it sometimes he had four steals like, and, and he didn't, didn't even get credit with the steal, but he prevented a basket. Um, And then like O'Connell falls it up. He's the inbounder five second call. They come back down next possession. He just throws it out of bounds. Like at this point, this kid Total meltdown. has melted down. <laughs> like he is just done. He missed a couple shots in the overtime. Like it was just, I don't think anyone could have like a worse five minutes of basketball. Like it was an awful time for him. Um, I'm sure he'll be good and destroy us at some other point later in his career. But uh, at that moment, he was uh, very good for WSU. Um, yeah. And then. Man, another yakky assist behind the back. And I said this to you, F.A. has been long, long back iron, back iron, back iron over and over again on his threes right down Broadway on this one. Yeah, I swear, swear, swear it was because his legs are so tired. He just needed some tired legs. What is he? He's played like forty-five minutes of it to this point. Like he's he's just gassed, and he just needed to be tired. Yep. So he shot his same shot, and it just didn't have as much behind it. Yep. Straight down. What was he? Oh for twenty at that 0 point. Like for a 20, twenty. 0 for his last 20, 20, twenty misses in a row, but that one mattered, man, because that was that was a game right there. Like seven-point lead with like two two and a half minutes left yep. in the third overtime. Stanford looked defeated at that point. Like, they honestly did not look like they're like fucked. It. Cause even, even like, it was a nine point game with 45 seconds left, and you'll often see teams try to play the foul game, and they didn't even no. try. No, they were just. I like, mean, after Noah went down, finally got his 40th yeah. point, um, like, just uh, finally after going over for 10, uh, he was having a, an efficient game until he was completely gassed. Like, we'll. we'll We'll give him that. Um, finally, gets forty. They're up nine. He tries to hit that three to uh, to, get, to match his, his dad. dad. <laughs> uh, I wanted that one to go down so hard, yeah. but uh, I yeah. mean, it's he's played it's his fifty fourth minute, and he's shooting a step back three from twenty five feet. That yeah. thing ain't going down. No. <laughs> like, that's not going down for anybody. That would have been. Perfect, besides, maybe though. Steph Curry might be the only person that could make that shot. But uh, but man, they won. Like. And I, so you know, it's all worth it. My my torn Achilles is worth it, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, I, I I I I'm gonna take your word for it that it's worth it. Um, I, I, mean, I just when those medical bills start yeah. rolling in, we'll talk about it then. Well, like I I just know that like um, you know I I mentioned that typically my typical routine is about halftime. I start to, you know, I I, I open up my uh open up my computer open up a new story uh you know I, I basically try to recap kind of the first half get get that written uh maybe you know if there's photos be- that have been filed you know i I'd, I'd try to get the photos selected you know i mean just basically all the stuff i can kind of knock out uh at halftime and you know at, at the end of this game i literally had written zero words zero because yeah. there was just the game was just too much. It was too exciting. I, you know, I, I just didn't. As Kyle um, Smith
0: said, it was a great college basketball game. Yeah, it was, a, it was just
1: just full of like you random have you have craziness. a you have a superlative
0: performance by one player. You yep. have you have just like back and forth and overtimes yep. and yep. you know bad play. You always got to have bad play. You gotta you, yep. have, you gotta you gotta have guys fucking That's up in a college, college basketball sports. game. That's college, college sports. sports. Yep. Guys miss free throws. They turn the ball over. This is college sports. And I just. God bless uh, all of you that bet on this game. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: It maybe took me. It was probably at least 30 minutes before I even started trying to write. Because I'm like. The hardest part is, you know, when you write these things, like, like you're trying to find, you're trying to find narrative, right? Like you're trying to find, okay, what's the story of the game? And obviously, you know, Noah scores 40. I mean, that's, that's the thing, but there was so much other shit and, and, and really that played out with like all the stories I did today, like where it was just like, you know, so basically, so here's what happened with that. So, uh, you know, cause you were joking like, okay, I, you know, WC wins. I, you know, ripped my Achilles and Jeff writes, you know, thousands of words. And it's like, basically what happened was this. So Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Yeah. Probably about like kind of early Sunday evening. Um, you know, I've got these ideas in my head of these different things that I kind of want to touch on. They didn't make it into the story. Cause it was just like, that game was so fucking bonkers. There were so many things and it was like, okay, you know, so the, the gamers obviously going to talk about Noah, right? Cause I mean, it, like, like that's just, you know, guy scores 40 points. He, he basically wills the team to victory. Like, um, you know, that's going to be the guy, but even in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so there's all this other stuff. There's, you know, the rebounding, there's, um, you know, all these shots that Noah took, which is just, like, totally insane. There's um, the way that...
0: Okay, let's, like, yeah, Noah was 41% usage and then topped it and was 43% usage against Stanford. These are numbers that no one touches ever.
1: I mean, Bonton has topped 40% one time, and that was against uh, Arizona. He got to 47%. Um, if you remember, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, but like he did it once, right? Like, and I think his next highest was like 36 or 37, something like that. And Noah went 41 and 43 in back to back games. Like that's crazy pants. Um, and just like for, for a little bit of perspective for people like, um, Isaac Bonton, I think was at 31% for the season. And that's like, top 40 in the country so like to go to 40 to percent 40 plus percent two games in a row is absolutely nuts um and then his 35 field goal attempts is most in the country this year now granted, he needed three overtimes to get there so that's that's part of the deal but also the fact that, that to me that's almost kind of more impressive because you know he was he was getting those last you know handful of attempts in the fifty third, fifty fourth, fifty fifth minute, like he was, and he played fifty four of the fifty five minutes, like he.
0: And he got like he took some bad shots, I'll say, but like sure. he took, like he got some good looks, like he was going at the rim, but he was just like no legs, man. No, he like was gassed, no and
1: and so that that was kind of the other piece I wanted to write about was you know the other the other players on the team and you know, how they needed to then step up in the overtime. And they did, you know, uh, uh F a had some nice finishing around the basket and also hit a three Yakomovsky with the passing. You know, we already talked about that. Jazz Kuntz, uh, came up with some big rebounds and a big steal. Um, Deshaun Jackson only played, I think five or six minutes in the overtime before fouling out, but he was pretty big, had an assist and a steal, a couple of rebounds. Um, you know, DJ Rodman hit a three, even though he, he missed, missed that one that you talked about. But, but you know, but he yeah. hit a three, had, a, I think, uh, two offensive rebounds in the overtime. Like he was, you know, he was big. So like all these other guys, you know, stepped up when Noah was just, you know, kind of finally out of gas, um, which which was just it's just really cool to see um, that, that they did that. And, um, and and basically what happened was, you know, I wrote I started to write all this on Sunday night kind of got into it and thought, okay, I'll write maybe like, you know, 1,500 words total. I'll do like 500 on each of these things and just kind of go from there. And then, you know, the more I start digging into it, the the rebounding thing gets longer. The Noah thing gets longer. And, and next thing I know, like I'm at like 2,200, 2,300, 2,400 words. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that is so long. Well, then I started thinking, all right, well, the rebounding thing, that one's – you know, 1100 words on its own. So let's just break that off into its own thing. And then, uh, and, 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 by the way, like I did it. So like I said, I wrote most of it Sunday night and then I got up early this morning. It's Monday, got up early this morning and did a bunch of writing this morning before I had to work. And so then it was just a matter of like, you know, just kind of breaking it apart. Cause I finally just realized like, okay, this, this is really like three different stories. So I'll just break them apart, post three different things. I'll make it look like I did. I did a lot of work today, but. Really, I just took the one story because it was long and broke it into three different things. So <laughs> that's kind of how it. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Then I just had to write new headlines.
0: But content, baby.
1: Yeah, get those page views. Get those clicks. I did write. I did write the most clickbaity tweet of my entire life on the. <laughs> I will say on I, got the got the rebounding one. From,
0: I got a text <laughs> from. Uh, uh, if I just say one of your former students, uh-huh. right, that uh, uh, that is a good friend of mine, yeah. Brad. He, yes. He's like, he just, he tweet, he sent a screenshot of the tweet and says, this is so clickbaity. <laughs> and then his brother so that, thought the same thing I that so, had to be intentional. I hope there they you go, li- Brad and yeah, Brian. Yeah, was it wasn't intentional. I
1: hope they listened this far into the show. Cause it was absolutely They definitely will. They always do. Yeah, they do. Well, Brad, absolutely intentional.
0: As Brad uh, told me, uh sometimes he's catching up on the podcast and so he said it was really rough to listen to the previous week's podcast knowing we lost to you dub and i'm like that is your fault like, yeah like, sorry buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like yeah. hearing us be like yeah we should definitely beat this team and then yeah. like ah, but sometimes but- you know
1: sometimes i just like to poke a little fun at some of the other uh, content creators that are out there in the cougar universe and uh, that was that was one of those times
0: I will say I got I got um, uh, shout out to Coug Store, love Coug Store. Yeah, um, but I got a, I got a shirt for B um, that says uh, Coug fan. Um, so uh, I, I don't know what I'm teaching her. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I'm teaching her the right things. Um, but the, you know the words are separated. But uh, uh, I, I want her to be a Coug, a WSU Cougar fan, yes. of course. Uh, but it kind of uh, made me laugh. Um, I don't think Amanda quite thought it was as funny as I did. Probably um, not. Yeah, she might not know the, the politics there, but um, but uh, yeah, but uh, oh, I definitely love people at Kook Fan, uh, for sure. Jamie and yeah, and uh, everyone, but yeah. uh, um, but we, but, can, uh, we can so te- just, we can tease, we're kidding, yeah, we we're teasing, tease.
1: Yeah. we can tease occasionally, it's okay,
0: yeah, yeah, um uh i will say jamie has in his uh twitter bio it says hashtag pve which uh i don't think means our podcast i think it's some gamer thing but i like to think <laughs> that he's like <laughs> hashtag pve big fan man. big fan uh, of big fan jamie um, big. um i'm a big fan uh, of jamie by the way also yeah. uh good dude jamie and i have had some late night uh zoom beers before jamie's uh, a good dude so man. i like that kid yeah. um uh, he's not really a kid anymore, but yeah, we'll he's him. a kid to he's you. He's younger and me. than me, so he's a kid. <laughs> he's a
1: kid to you and me.
0: Um, but yeah, we, we're dude.
1: all right. Jesus. We we're gonna have to like compress like everything else. Uh, into, we got like, we
0: said, I mean, fuck, oh, because women. the women's soups man. They yeah. Got so, much so hold on. Let me forget, let me pull up. We're not you know, doing I'm a com- gonna, we're not I'm, doing a fucking commercial me,
1: break. So let's just forget that.
0: Like no no because I want to use the bumper. Oh shit! All right, go for it. All right, we're gonna take a break. Hold on, (laughs)
1: And
0: and we're back. (laughs) got bumper music now um so yeah take as Espionation nation asked us to take a a break every 30 minutes yeah Uh, we are nearly two hours of this thing um briefly on the beer i'm drinking yeah are you drinking a beer jack i am
1: uh, i had so just real quick i had the uh, astral projection d-i-p-a that you gave me which was i mean it's gone now but it was absolutely spectacular so uh yeah Yeah, Holy Mountain. Can never go wrong, Holy Mountain. One of the uh,
0: first beers I ever had from Holy Mountain at Collins Pub, which is where I discovered Holy Mountain's Collins Pub, I'm uh, going to a Sounders game, yep. and then I started going to, like, Collie Mount. But Astral Projection, but then they totally changed it to make it, like, this big hazy, buddy, like, uh, yeah. and it's still delicious. It's but. fantastic. Uh, definitely a different beer. Very, like, orange juice yep. beer, I would say. Like, it's, yep. like, very much like a, a drunk orange juice. Well, and what's um, funny I, is
1: – so I followed it up, by the way. I'm having a Rubens PNW Crush right now, which mm, is also yeah. hazy, but far less hazy in comparison to that one. So Oh, that
0: uh, Astral is, like, just – you it's a completely opaque. Yes. you cannot yes. see anything. Absolutely,
1: that. it's fantastic. So thank you. I think I Again. drank
0: my last one. Yeah, you're welcome, man. I I don't want to take down all four pack of a of, a, of an eight percent. So so I donate them to my friends. Understood. Um, uh, I am having. I, I I tried to look one for tie-in to the injury, so I'm having, uh, or it's gone now because we are an hour and 45, <laughs> um, I've drank the 500-milliliter bottle of Reaction State from Bottle Logic. Mm. Uh, it is a barrel-aged maple breakfast stout um, aged in maple syrup and cinnamon whiskey barrels with Cacao nibs, coffee, lactose, cinnamon, and Madagascar vanilla—very delicious. I I had an earlier version of this beer when I was at the brewery in like 2016. Was not impressed with it that much. I'm typically like don't really like the maple syrup barrel-aged beers, uh, but this one—maybe uh, it's because I've given it a couple years from when it was bottled. I think I picked this up actually in um, Phoenix when I was there for, uh, apparently they distribute to Phoenix. I went to a, a beer bar there and they, they had some beer to go and I bought at, at, for, um, the, uh, cheese a bowl. So, uh, it's got a coup connection as well. And reaction state, you know, my reactions to things, uh, I'm currently in this <laughs> state of, uh, state disrepair of because of the way I react to things. Um, but yeah, so, uh, bottle logic, they make great barrel-aged shit. Jeff, you know that. It's expensive. Yes, they do. It's delicious. Um, it's tasty. I got man. a couple more ones uh, down there that I've, I've picked up that I, I hope I can check. Oh, I got another Dark Star November, by the way. Very delicious beer. Ooh, um, yes uh, but, uh, yeah, so beer. But, anyways, let's talk about the Women's Hoops team. Um, not the most ideal of weekends because uh, uh, they got – they definitely beat the team that they absolutely should wait, have beaten in wait, Utah. But, but
1: Craig, I was told, I was told that the game against uh, against Colorado was a must win. Yes, for their tournament uh, must chances.
0: Win. Uh, must win. A must uh, win. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it was a must win.
1: Um, <laughs> it was not a must uh, but win. They didn't the, win the, it. The, the joke is uh, that it's it's not really a must win because nobody really knows. Which games you have but, to win, it's a moving target
0: but but we could say if w c would have won these last three games they probably, probably would not have matter what they did in the Pac-12 tournament, whatever like so now they just have more work to do, yeah, uh, that Colorado game was frustrating for sure, um you know it's just they just couldn't get over the hump uh turnovers, uh crystal just couldn't hit a, hit a shot um Charlize had a you know kind of tried to do her thing and and save them but bella had a, a rough game uh i think she was oh for like she had she had one point oh for two something like that like just uh you know total non-factor like it was, that was a bummer um just like a low of lows uh real bummer on friday uh they came back and whipped up on utah which is what they should do um which is good. Charlies another twenty two point. Uh, you know, she didn't get the Pac twelve freshman of the week. Uh, probably because 'cause they're tired of giving it to her. because uh, the girl that got it is not uh didn't have stats better than what Charlize did. But uh yeah. Um Uh I will say uh uh Crystal looked a lot better against Utah uh 11 assists much more selective with her shot hit a three finally I think she had missed like over 10 in a row um you know an fo level streak uh um and then uh yeah like I I don't know like it's I I will say like if, if you haven't watched this team much like they got one more regular season game and hopefully some pack 12 games because they might need them but uh uh Charlie Slager Walker is one of my most like one of the most enter- entertaining WSU athletes I've ever watched Like, she's incredible and this team just in general is fun to watch and they're fun to root for and they play really hard uh, they've had some really bad luck I still think like if Sherilyn Molina had not gotten hurt uh, they'd have a couple more wins right now and, and be sitting pretty um, or not gotten hurt Or I they said she was hurt at first and now they say it's personal reasons but I don't know what's going on there I hope everything's okay with her um but yeah, I, if if she was here I, I, I think they'd be in, in good shape. But right now they gotta be UW this weekend and 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 from there I will say, Jeff, that one is a must win. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's U Dub isn't very good. They got they they can't lose that game. You obviously want uh, to avoid
1: bad losses right now. So yeah. there's no doubt about that. I mean but I mean, okay, so what if they was a lose... the fight we
0: we usually preview? the uh, the next weekend of men's games that we didn't yeah all, we I mean, don't have time to yeah
1: I mean look Arizona we almost beat them they they rebound really really well that's kind of the Arizona big State thing. we're gonna play twice Arizona State we're gonna play twice they kind of suck we should oh, we should win one of those that games it, it sucks we have to play them both in Tempe it's it's actually I mean, it's suck, actually but... fucking stupid that we have to play twice in Tempe um, because Arizona State's the one with that had the COVID problem. And so now Arizona State's gonna end up with like ten an extra home game. Like ten home games and seven road games versus seven home games and ten road games for us or whatever it is. So it's absolutely ridiculous. But whatever. We should win at least one of those games against Arizona State. Um Arizona, that's gonna to be tough, but um you know, we as as we've already seen this year, we match up well we match with up them. Pretty well, we man. match up well with them. Uh who knows if Bonton's gonna be back? I don't know. I hope so. Uh we do know that Bonton's probably not gonna be back next year, which we can we don't have time to talk about this week, but uh, seems pretty clear that he's gone. So we could talk about those implications. Yeah, back next week. Back so to the, back to the women.
0: They they are so they they gotta beat UW. Um, they should beat UW. They've already beaten them. UW's not very good. I mean, they definitely UW has gotten some good wins. They're not untalented, but uh, WSU should beat them even without Sherilyn. Yep uh i i was encouraged Bella played a lot better against Utah. yeah,
1: that was so great 'cause they, yeah they, that was huge. They really needed her to neutralize uh who was hollingshed for for Colorado and she didn't really needed her to neutralize that player and she just could not um which was such a bummer um hollingshed basically you know for for what noah did uh and now Hollingshed didn't score forty, but she scored i think twenty four twenty six something like that. Um, and also had 12 or 13 rebounds. Um, she was, she was a monster, um, in that game for Colorado. So, um, you know, in is, is, Bella, you had mentioned to me, you know, that cause I don't, I don't, I'm not quite as able to follow them as closely as you are. You'd mentioned that Bella had been in quite of a funk for a little while. Um, so, so super great to see her come back and have a really nice game against Utah. Cause frankly, they need her. They don't have anybody else on the roster that, that has that kind of length, um, you know she can be a real, well, they, real like they have Nan
0: Kervis, but Nan Kervis is not quite as athletic nope. and, and not quite as dynamic as Bella. Not quite as uh, skilled offensively, and then just not quite like, quite the shot blocker defensively. Um, uh, she doesn't. You know she she definitely has uh, con- made some nice contributions, but it's it's a step down, especially when Bella is playing at her best. Yep, step down. Quite a step down from Belden and Kervis. Yes, seems yeah. like it.
1: So really, really nice to see her have a good game against Utah. I mean, that game really was out of hand. Um, the the scoring margin was, was actually closer than what the game really was uh you know basically they were running yeah, it was like 26 11 in yeah. the first quarter I'm i mean say. Yeah. i, I want to say i want to say early in the fourth quarter i think it was up to 22 or 24 points something like yeah, that. yeah
0: i think charlise and uh Michaela jones hit back-to-back threes and made it like 64 yeah. 42 and, yeah. and it was just kind of you know they were kind of coasting to the yep. finish line at that point Yep.
1: so you know go beat the piss out of washington that'd be great Um, And then, you know, whatever happens in the tournament happens in the tournament. Um, Typically, you know, and again, we talk about these things in terms of the committee. Typically, the committee seems to kind of give you more credit for nice wins in a conference tournament than they do for bad losses Um, in a conference tournament. I think there's a a bit of an understanding that conference tournaments are are a bit of a weird deal. So, um, but, you know, I mean, again, if you lose to Washington, does that necessarily like destroy you what if you go win two games in the conference tournament you know yeah. i mean it's 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 just it, i get really annoyed like and this is just part of this is probably more a problem with me than anybody else like like it's just kind of a personality thing but it's like man i get annoyed when people say stuff in definitive terms that are not definitive <laughs> you know it's like it's like oh they have to win this game it's like well no they don't like they they really don't um You know, it'd be one thing if they were considered sort of the last, you know, one of the last four in, but they weren't before that game against Colorado. And, you know, you lose to Colorado, and Colorado's kind of a fringy NCAA tournament team. They could definitely play themselves into the tournament still. And, you know, so you lose to them in a close game, and then you go beat the piss out of Utah. And it's like, you know, you were generally considered to be like a nine-ish seed before that. I mean, that, that, that means there's you know, anywhere between, you know, six and eight teams between you and the bottom of the field. Like that's, that's a lot, you know? So uh, I don't know, man, they'll be all right. They beat Washington. They'll be fine. You
0: know, they'll likely, um, they'll likely play uh, Arizona state in the first round um, who they should beat, And then the second round, they should get, you know, they'll get one of the top four teams, um, so they have a chance for hopefully, you know. It, the problem is they're probably going to be on that eight nine line. Yes. So that second that. game, of course, the second game is going to be yeah uh, against Stanford. Yeah. You know so, what?
1: Maybe maybe lose to Washington, or maybe beat Washington and then lose in the first round, and then maybe you get down to a 10 or 11 line <laughs>
0: like like uh, i'd rather be there well i mean well i know i mean the, no the, they'll be on the eight nine that means they'll play arizona state because you know they have oh, the top four I get buys saying. yeah yeah yeah. top four get buys but i don't they don't reseed in the second or like so they'll they i think they line up well i guess the 512 goes to the one or I, I can't remember how it works i don't know um uh so hopefully they don't get sam because arizona ucl oregon um, they've beaten Arizona, they've beaten UCLA. Yep. They've been close against Oregon. Those are all teams yeah. they could potentially beat and then would all be good yep. wins. Yep. Uh just the worst would be you know, winning that first round and then getting uh Stanford in second. And obviously we'll talk more about this when that bracket is set next yep. week. And um but just go beat U dub. I mean but for many in, reasons. Yeah, I mean they're in fine shape.
1: Just, uh beating Washington, everything's you know, they're they're still in really good shape to beat Washington and um, it's tough to say for sure. Cause there's not quite the cottage industry of bracketology the way there is in the men's side. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, we, we're not even going to update from Charlie cream until yeah. tomorrow.
1: Charlie cream. Apparently, uh, only does updates his bracket once a week, which is, uh, I demand, I demand
0: yeah, <laughs> more. Joe Linardi is like that. every damn game. It seems Yeah, up- like updates, every game
1: he shifts things around. Uh, Charlie, and then there's not, you know, Charlie with, cream just with takes the men's a damn week off.
0: What are you doing, man? Wait, with the men's uh, tournament, there's like a thousand ones and you have bracket matrix, which, which call it, like brings them all together. Yeah. And like, and then so you can see like, you know, cause like Lenardi's not perfect, but the other guys aren't perfect. Daubertine not perfect, whatever. And so, uh, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's in front of them. They can still do it. Uh, this got to win this one. And I, I will confidently. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I again it's not absolute, but man, you should win this one. Um and do that and then see what happens in the tournament or the conference tournament, make to the NCAA tournament. I'll um, bet so.
1: I'll bet if they win this one they're comfortably in no matter what happens in the Pac twelve tournament. That's just right. my that's just my guess.
0: All right. We'll see what Charlie Cream has to say tomorrow morning at probably about yeah, seven in the morning. Uh, um,
1: soccer so, beat the shit out of somebody else. Eastern
0: soccer beat Idaho. Uh, Idaho. Idaho. Uh, yeah, I think Elise Bennett is uh, on. I don't know if you watch the highlights. She is having a blessed goal season. So she a great goal against Seattle U. But um, pretty sure her goal like she is three for three in goals per game right now. Three three goals, three games. Um, I am. Pretty sure her goal against Eastern was supposed to be a cross and hit the post and went in, and then uh, I, I'm pretty sure her goal against uh, um, uh, Idaho mean. was an own goal by the by the goalie. But whatever, whatever, man. <laughs> you know, like, it's one of those things where it bounced off the off the the post and then hit the goalie and went in. Uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. But it, hey, she's three for three. Um, I think Alyssa had another goal. Uh, so we got a young attackers scoring um, from what I gather from just kind of the tweets and whatever uh, they pretty much dominated that game and it should have been even worse than three zero. Um, I just, you know, it sucks that they're playing in the bubble. We can't watch, but uh, they're up to number 15 ranked now. So super sucks. Uh, it's so sucky. Yeah, yeah I know. Both of us know, love, love soccer so soccer. much. I know. Um, whatever it's hard to like get to know the players and what they're good at and what they do yeah. can't watch a game, but, um, but yeah, soccer, I, I think you volleyball, you know, I, I was kind of bummed. I thought they could take at least one from Stanford. Uh, they didn't get a chance. Uh, Stanford had COVID stuff. Their, their stuff's stricter than everyone else. It's harder, but they had a COVID break anyway. And, uh, uh that got canceled. So no volleyball this weekend. Um, but yeah, that's all. Um, yeah. So, again over two hours uh <laughs> if you're still here like if you, you have not subscribed again subscribe yeah what's if you're wrong still with here you? and you have subscribed rate rate us uh five stars you know i i want to read the ratings and stuff but like honestly our, our we're just too long on our recordings uh we love uh hoops what can we say uh, particularly the men's hoops team we will not
1: apologize
0: um uh uh no regrets at the, craig, at the craig powers if you want to see a picture of me in crutches and a boot um thank you to noah williams for responding to that tweet uh made my day um and then uh at pod versus everyone if you want to see jeff's rantings on everything <laughs> um anything and everything i'm trying to dial it um, back
1: man I'm, try- I'm trying i'm trying to dial it
0: yeah back yeah well i don't worry i'll never call you self-made buddy yeah thank you um, i appreciate that uh <laughs> uh but yeah jeff uh uh don't cut out the po- the broadcast right away because i'm going to play the okay the the 22nd version at the end but anyways it. go cooks
1: go Koogs. black lives matter
0: black lives matter